and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is a show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. This is a pre-Aquaman show. Oh, right, it is, because Aquaman Uh, comes out... Next week. Yeah, it comes out... Actually, I think it technically comes out the day that the show releases. Yeah, so it comes out today. Yes. So we are living in a pre-Aquaman world, so we have no opinion <laughs> on it at the moment. I don't know. The more I keep seeing the trailers... The trailers keeps... look cool. I'm actually very happy uh, because my one of my biggest complaints with the, the DC Cinematic Universe is that it's been so dark. Again, not thematically. Literally, visually. They just yeah. make it so hard to see what the fuck's going on in the movies. I've noticed on these Aquaman trailers, that doesn't seem to be a problem. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to that. I hope this will be something where I'm able to see the action and, like, you know, we can see the sets and the effects and all that sort of stuff. So, and, and not only that, but they changed the Aquaman logo from that, like, grimdark Justice League logo to, yeah. like, a shiny light pearl almost, like a pearly blue. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited about that. And I think he, I think Jason Momoa looks really good in that, uh, the traditional Aquaman outfit at the end of the trailer. At the end of the trailer, I'm kind of like, why not? Why is he just not wearing that originally? You know, like all the time, like all the time. Like he's if he's fucking Aquaman, give me Aquaman. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is like the movie where like he really becomes like Aquaman. Yeah, as opposed to just being like. I think that's the whole thing. It's, yeah, he's just like you know Arthur Curry, and then he's Aquaman. So I'm excited for it. I'm sure we'll see it before our next show. No, I think we're going to see it. I want to see, really want to see you into the Spider-Verse, too. Oh, I've heard that's very good. Everybody. I, I don't think I've seen a single bad review for it. Yeah. And, but to the point, I mean, like, everybody is just freaking out about it. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, admittedly, I am not the biggest Spider-Man fan. Sure, me either. But, and I've never, I haven't really followed up with Spider-Man for more recent things. You know, the recent stuff that he's done, you know, in terms of comics and like, so I'm not familiar with a lot of the, uh, you know, the Miles Morales and the Gwenpool and the Gwen mm-hmm. Stacy, the Gwen, you know, Spider-Girl or all these things. Like, there's a lot of Spider-Man, like my, my big, biggest Spider-Man uh, interest was like 93, 94, you know, right around the time with uh, Spider-Man 400, you know, Spider-Clone Saga. Not necessarily people's favorite stuff, but, you know, I, uh, I was very, you know, I don't know, I haven't really... Uh, paid much attention so i'll be interested to see this and i think it's just i mean just in terms of it being like a movie without you know going into it without having much of an understanding of all the stuff that all the characters are involved i'm 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 looking forward to just having an open mind to it so i also want to see bumblebee i've heard that's supposed to be good too is is it transformers bumblebee or just bumblebee I think it's Transformers uh, Origins Bumblebee or some maybe shit. Maybe. Some bullshit. Whatever. It's Bumblebee. But it's been getting review, a lot of good reviews lately. Yeah. Uh, for people, from the club critics. I think, it, I, I think it's out or it's coming out this week, this coming week or something. Yeah, something like that. It's out soon, but it's supposed to be really good and I'm looking forward to it. Michael Bay didn't direct this one, right? No, I don't think he's. I don't think he did this one. I don't think he's involved with this one at all, which <laughs> that might explain some stuff because... The last Transformers movies, plural, were garbage. Yeah, those are all those are rough to watch. Which really sucks because I loved Transformers when I was a kid. Yeah, but and apparently they got whatever. this one right. So yeah, that's cool. We're gonna be uh, have to check that out. So we got actually there's quite a few movies I think we need to dig into. I mean, mm-hmm. between the, we got Aquaman, we got Spider Verse, we got the Bumblebee, and uh, Venom is actually out on. Oh, is it out? Digital? Yeah. Oh, yeah. On, we'll have to see I, that. I think the DVD is probably coming out like next week or something definitely i cool. think before christmas i think it might be available for streaming at this point nice so and i, I that's one that i kind of just was like eh, i'll wait to see it i didn't need yeah to, i don't need to see, need the to see it right immediately but yeah i'm gonna yeah but yeah we'll have to check it out but yeah no there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff we did go to a, a basketball game this weekend we did yeah we went to, i i was lucky enough to win some nuggets tickets at work uh from a raffle and we went, and we had really good seats. The problem, you know, we were on, like, not the floor, but, like, the section right above it. We're in the section 100. Yeah, section 100. We're, like, like you know, that, that kind of area. Yeah, nice, close to the, the court, so we had a really great view. The problem is, is usually we sit up so high, because mm-hmm. we sit in the nosebleeds all the time. Um, and up there, the seats in front of you are low. Yeah. Uh, not so much. At this other place. And Sean and I are tall people, so 
my knees were just jammed. I can't sit in any seat. Against this chair in front of me, and I was like, this is an issue. No, it sucks because it's like- It was more of an issue. You're taller than me. And we were both like, I'm not that tall. I'm only 5'9", which for a woman is tall, but I'm not like 6'2 or something. I don't even know how people who are 6'2 sit in these seats. I I don't know. I feel like those people don't go to the games. They, they just, sit in the nose, or they just get, re- or they just they get the best seats because they're tall. Because they you have know. to, right? They have to. They're like, well, I'm not going to sit in this giant seat because I'm going to be just, just basically oh. a fucking pretzel. Yeah, just just be tied up in that seat. But uh, but nonetheless, and, like, the dude in front of me kept like because he was trying to be cool and like lean his arm, like put his oh, arm man. back. You couldn't wait to be on the, the the jumbotron. Yeah, like put his arm back across like the seats, and he kept just elbowing me in the knee, and I was like, dude, I realize you're short, but I am not, so <laughs> this is an issue. Oh man, the, the bunch of trons gonna see me put my arm around my buddies, man. Yeah, it probably hurt him more than it hurt me, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> I got friends. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean the game itself was great. Yeah, uh, I don't. I still don't know if they won though, because we didn't stay for oh, the whole show. Yeah. Well, we couldn't. I, we had like a a thing to get ready for the next day because I we had some people over and I basically was in the kitchen for twelve entire hours straight. Um, prepping. That's not a it. lie. That's not a lie. I was in there for twelve hours. Um, and uh, so we left the game early so I could get work done. Yeah. Before the day. Um, but well, it's a free game. Yeah, it was a free game. But what we saw was great. Well, it was fun. Yeah, I mean the game because was... uh, Aquaman was on that team. Fucking on... Aquaman. Let me so tell. So it was the Nuggets versus the Thunder. Uh huh. The Oklahoma City Thunder. And there's a dude named his last name was Adams. Adams. I don't know his first name. Yeah. But I and he's apparently seven feet tall. And you can't teach that. And you can't teach that. But he was the best player I've, I think I've ever seen play basketball. Yeah, like, like he was so good. <laughs> Sean was like, Aquaman's making all the shots. He was anytime he touched the ball, he would he would score. <laughs> yeah, and he looks like fucking Aquaman, and I'm he like, does. oh my god! From a distance, he looks like Aquaman. I'm sure he doesn't look like Aquaman close up. I don't or know. Could be Jason Momoa. <laughs> I don't know. From don't a distance, know. he looks like Jason Momoa. Yeah, I know, but he was really good. Yeah, I was like Aquaman, and Sean was like, "If that guy was on the Nuggets, I'd get that guy's shirt." I'd I'd get that. I'd buy a jersey right away. (laughs) I would have bought a jersey on the way out. (laughs) I would have been like, "Fucking Aquaman." I mean, well, granted, I probably would have saw him. Well, I don't know if I would have been able to see him that far from where we were sitting before, but you know, if he was on the team, I don't know. Nonetheless, though, he was a very good player. Yeah, but he didn't play for the Nuggets. He played for the Thunder. Yeah, Uh, and maybe the Thunder's a good team too. Sure, maybe Um, he'll get traded and he'll come to the Nuggets, and then you can get a jersey. Well, maybe you know, if if I'd only be so lucky. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, but the Nuggets, Nuggets have some good. Nuggets got some good players though. Too, I guess. I mean, we have the we have the Serbian guy, Jokic, 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 something. Yeah, we got him, and when we got uh, a bunch of other dudes that are really good. Was really crazy. We're sitting there watching this game, and I forget Monty. Monty Brown. Morris. Monty Burns. Something I can't remember his last name. It might be Morris. He he was out there, and he was hustling, and I was like, "Man, look at this little guy go!" Yeah, dude, six three. Dude is not little. It was just he was on the court with these fucking giant men. He was on the court so with looked, giant Aquaman. He looked tiny, and I because I was like, "Man, you know that guy's hustling." How tall is that guy? I look it up. He's six foot three. I was like, "That guy's not short at all." Mm-mm. But he, because he was out there with dudes who were like six eight, he yeah. looked little. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, no, it was it was quite the game. It was very impressed. It was very impressive. Just something about also being that close to a basketball game, mm-hmm. like on the like the the action to a basketball game, like right there. And I've done that before. I mean, obviously, I've been to high school basketball games. Sure, it was just like wow, like these guys are playing the fuck out of this, and it's just great action, you know. And I'm really now I'm kind of like man, next I can't go to a basketball game and go back up higher, back up to the top. Oh, I can. I can't wait for my knees not <laughs> to be against somebody else's face. I know, I know, I know. But I do plan to go back to. I, I definitely want to go to more games because. I like it's it's fun. It is fun. It was it's, really good it's time. a fun experience to go to a to go to a Nuggets game. It's uh, yeah. it's good times. It's nice to have a basketball team that I can afford to go to. Yeah. Oh because yeah. Could, we could never go in L.A. You couldn't. I mean, you could, but I mean, at the same time, it's just. I mean, but the thing is, it was such a pain. It was such a pain in the ass to go anywhere in L.A. You know, let alone to the Staples Center. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, I mean, until you kind of figure out, like, okay, if you live near enough, close enough to one of the trains, you just go to the train station mm-hmm. and you take the train in because fuck doing anything else. Right. And then there was this 
the mascot doing his thing. Oh, that was crazy. That I I, I, mean, I posted a picture I, on my Instagram, but I thought he was going to die. <laughs> I really thought we were going to watch a death. Because so he had a gigantic WWE murder ladder. Yeah, well, he had like a huge ladder, and you're like, oh, cool. Wait, why are there three ladder stair things? Well, no. So what it is is like it's it folds out like a regular. Well, that's ladder. That's what I mean. It folds out like a regular ladder, and then the the one in the center. I, which I thought was a, a support for I the ladder. I did, too. No, it just goes up. So it's uh, coming out of the top of the ladder, which is already a good, like, what, 20 feet fucking tall. Uh-huh. And it adds another 10. And he climbed that. With nothing to catch him. There uh-huh. was no mats. Nope. Nothing. There were no spotters. There were just dudes holding a ladder. There was just hardwood floor. A hardwood floor and, like, five dudes holding a ladder and like one guy throwing basketball because he was it was at center court and he was trying to like make a basket which he did and he did but i was like he's gonna die <laughs> he's gonna fall off and we we're gonna watch this probably 20 year old kid inside the rocky costume yeah die a horrible death and to get off the ladder he did the thing he's where gonna you... owen hurt himself oh mm. he is yeah no it was it, it was, was really upsetting it was gonna be Blood on the on the on the there's gonna be blood on the court, likes of which you've seen since Rudy Tumjalovic. Tum, Tum Jalovich. I don't get that reference. Tom, Rudy Tumjalovic. I, I'm saying his wrong name. I'm did saying his did name he wrong. fall off a ladder? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> uh, Just he there was a there's a video of from the seventies of like a fight going on uh, on the court. Mm. I forgot what teams are playing, but there's like one a bunch of teams are fighting, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that archivals basketball game, video game, uh, and they're fighting. And Rudy Tomjalovich is a player on one of these other teams. He comes running into where the action is, and there's a guy that's like just everybody's fighting. And the guy just turns around, and just punches him. Oh God! And breaks his entire face. <gasps> like it, I had to show. I have to look at the video because Rudy Tomjalovich. I, I keep saying. I, I know I'm saying his wrong name wrong, but really, it, it's it's, it's cl- I'm close. Uh-huh. Rudy went on to coach the. Houston Rockets okay. in the 90s and was actually very successful but that was like his before that that was his claim to fame as being the guy who got his face broken being massacred on the floor by uh by another player you know during a fight and it was one of those things where I remember watching it and it was one of those things where it's like this grainy 70s footage mm, yeah. so it looks even more terrifying yeah, yeah 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 it's not like you know like NBA on TNT or whatever fucking Zapruder film mm-hmm. <laughs> shit and I'm just like oh god I remember seeing it like on Sports Center. Like, because after he got hired, it's like Rudy Tomjalovich got hired by the Rockets. Here he is getting punched, you know, because <laughs> it was one of those terrifying. Yeah, so I have to, man, I'll have to look it up. But, it, yeah. but anyways, uh, yeah, this guy. So this mascot. This is how, like, I'm such a mom when it comes to this sort of stuff. We don't have any kids, but I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna die, and there's nobody here. Oh, I'm like that oh watching wrestling god, though too. When wrestling, when wrestlers start <laughs> doing stupid upsetting. shit, yeah. When I'm like start... such a mom. I'm like, be careful. When I start watching wrestlers, especially if I'm like at a live show, you know. Oh yeah. Like if I'm watching people and I'm just like, I mean, I'll just we'll just be sitting there, and be like, fuck, no, don't, no, don't do it, <laughs> don't do it, don't do it, and then they do it. Yeah. And then they're f- whatever. Which I'm like, oh, God, I wish I had the 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 courage to do half of that shit. No, I don't want the courage to do any of that shit. I don't want to die. I don't know how you'd At be able to handle going way. to like one of those death matches. Yeah, no, I mean, you, like, you would have been very uncomfortable watching David Arquette getting hit in the head nope, with things. Don't like that. You would have been like, you you probably would have been like freaking the fuck out that's the thing i'm like man because you're seeing it right in front of you it's not like you've been watching a video like you're i got to see it like him the dick gauge take a giant column of light tubes and just go up to to take it up to david arquette's head and go no that's upsetting Mm -hmm. that's upsetting this is i i mean like i you know death whatever like let the meteor come for me but that's fine i just don't want to die doing something stupid yeah, like something, something that you didn't a, have to do. Exactly. It's like standing on top of a 30-foot ladder in front of fucking 15,000 people and falling to my death while wearing a costume. <laughs> <laughs> like, that that's something I don't want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, there's just so many better ways to die <laughs> than that. That's horrible. That was probably oh, the... But before we went to see the game, we went out to dinner. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we went to this, you know, we we're killing time. So we went to this bar 
We're sitting at the bar. Oh, you're talking about my... Yeah, my, my... yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, basically, if we didn't have anywhere to go, we would have spent the entire night at this bar so Sean could watch a documentary about some Bills player. It was uh, Thurman Thomas, a football, a football life on the NFL Network, and yeah. Thurman Thomas used to be the running back for the Buffalo Bills back in the uh, back of their 90s heyday, and, or, you know, late 80s, 90s heyday, and I was obsessed with watching this because I was just like... It's like, oh, look at that guy! I like, I, you know, it's all it's those Sean's players. Thing, remembering guys, it's all those players. It's Bruce Smith and fucking, oh, he was so excited. I literally, know, if Kelly we didn't have and... anything else to do, we would have sat there all day long. Where Sean literally just yelled, "Hey, it's so and so at the TV," and I couldn't even hear it. <laughs> you didn't need, but to. they had like, you know, I think they had some captions. I didn't need to. I already knew what was going on. Yeah, they're talking about like his college days stuff and so sean got to remember some guys his favorite thing to do what was it when they're showing him waiting to get drafted and he was sleeping no he was just like weirdly splayed on that chair but he looked like he was sleeping oh i thought he was sleeping oh it was weird i thought he was sleeping waiting for marv marv to call him and be like go bills you know <laughs> marv, marv levy uh which uh as of this recording that you know when we're, when we're recording this uh still alive i think i could easily look that up but i'm certain everybody is probably like, no he's good Former Bills coach Marv Levy, go Bills! But uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was a lot of fun though. That was a fun uh, fun little excursion. And uh, oh, real quick, I just want to point out: I got the pleasure of recording a podcast with my buddy, new buddy out here in Denver, uh, John Ekstrom. Mm-hmm. He has a podcast called uh, John of All Trades, and you can uh, look that up on Apple Podcasts. I feel terrible because I think it's I think his website is johnofalltrades.net and he spells John J O N. Uh but John of All Trades is a podcast. You can look it up, you know, just put it in your Google machine or throw it up in your iTunes search or Apple search and you'll find it. And uh I am a guest on that podcast talking with John about pro wrestling, of course, because him and I are huge wrestling marks. Mm-hmm. He is like a brother from another brother. Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of if I'm using a phrase of sorts like that. He is definitely uh kin to me because he he's like maybe a year or two older or younger than me, but he remembers, you know, a lot of the same shit that I do. You know, I do and uh you know he's I remember going to tape his house and he's like, Hey man, I'll show you some wrestling action figures and then we got to remember some guys. Yeah. Which is like why what this is this is the best this is the best day. Yeah. I'm having a great time yeah. remembering a body. He literally is like, here's a bag of guys. And I'm like, oh, I remember this. Who is this? I don't know. Is this John Cena? Maybe. You know? Because <laughs> I had a question. There was a John Cena figure that had pants on, but it was the one where he was like, when he was like the doctor of thugonomics and he had the pants and he had like a, like a chain. And he came with, you know, he was not John Cena as we know him, but he was, but it was John Cena. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was very like, I was like, oh, it's John Cena. You know, and he had Hasbro figures and he had tapes. And I was like, oh, remembering some tapes, you know. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so it was, yeah, but definitely check out that show. It was a lot of fun. John does a great job on his podcast and uh, I would highly recommend that. So are you looking something up right now? No. Oh, I thought you were about to bring something, no. bring up some sort of fact. No, no facts. I have no facts. <laughs> Why are you asking me for facts? I don't know. How long have we been doing this podcast? You have zero facts. How many facts have I ever brought to this podcast? I would say zero. We we have zero facts in general. I don't. I just make shit up. Oh yeah, we kayfabe. Yeah, most of the time, and you know it's easy to kayfabe when you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because you don't realize you're lying. Especially when you don't know what kayfabe means. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> Jen gave you shit the other day. I know what kayfabe means. Yes, of course I gave you shit the other day because it's ridiculous. Because I'm using a lot of wrestling pro, pro, wrestling terminology. Okay, okay. We had when we first got our cat. Our new cat, Hartley, uh-huh. named for wrestler. We went to take him to the emergency vet because he had an upper respiratory infection. It is like 9 o'clock at night, and it's really busy. And I forget what happened. Something happened where Sean was kind of being a dick to the vet. Yeah. And I was like, don't be a dick to the vet. And so then he went to apologize that he was being a dick to the vet. And what did he say? He goes, I'm really sorry I was cutting a promo on that other vet. (laughs) And we walked out of the thing and I said, you do realize nobody knew what the fuck you were talking about, right? Right. He goes, no, everybody knew. I said, nobody knew. Literally, no, you, nobody else lives pro wrestling the way you do. Cutting a promo doesn't make any fucking sense to anybody else. Right, 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 right. But he apologized to a vet who was not the vet he was a dick to 
for cutting a promo. Well, I said I was cutting a promo on the other vet. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> you know, here's the, you know, okay, you know what the problem that, is. Now he's just gimmick, gimmick. Everything is gimmick. You know what the problem he's is. He's cutting promos. You know what the problem is. Well, I was about to say like he's today. He's getting heat. He's putting things over. Oh, I put things over all the time. <sighs> uh, but uh, there was a there was a guy. Well, even today we were waiting in line at Target, and this woman was taking too long to like cash out because mm. she kept on like because the cashier kept on being like oh these are good nachos or whatever yeah the cashier was and really was like, having a nice conversation with that and lady. i was like i was about to turn to you and be like yeah that cashier's cutting a promo on that woman but she yeah. wasn't cutting a promo well anytime somebody's talking for a long amount of time that's not what a promo without... is i know it you so, okay. if you're gonna use pro wrestling terms i insist you use them correctly <laughs> Just okay. randomly talking to another person about nachos being good is not cutting a promo. Okay, but <laughs> well, no, you know, okay, you know what the problem is? Is everything? Is it's now ever since? Oh. First of all, I you know since working on Steve Austin's podcast, and he's all you know, it's all the wrestling terminology. So now it's kind of like, and Steve knows that I know what that stuff means. You know, he'll use that stuff, not like overtly but like you know occasionally he'll, he'll slip in there and i'll be like oh yeah well i don't care what you mean <laughs> yes but i don't believe steve would would approve but, of your but use the other... of incorrect definitions i might ask him and see if i'm using it right you're but... not using it right <laughs> <laughs> but okay but the other thing is, is that... i can tell you that you don't need to ask steve austin <laughs> but the other thing was is that years ago there was a story in the observer where uh, there was this wrestler called Orlando Jordan, and he had he was a, he's a bisexual, and he had a younger like a boyfriend, like a boyfriend. He was a part of whatever Orlando's act was in TNA. It was a TNA, uh-huh. and he was a part of this entourage he had or whatever. And I guess at one point there was a thing going on where after hours when they were at a party or they're like at, at a club or whatever, and I guess this boyfriend of orlando jordan's was you know coming on to guys and just being you know i don't forward. know how, being very forward to the point where it was being really like distracting and very you know uncivil you know mm-hmm. but he was doing it in you know public and he was you know obviously he's a part of this company i guess rick flair was there mm-hmm. and dave dave Meltzer was reporting about this incident he's like and you know and then Fla- he goes and then flair cut a promo on this guy yeah he probably yelled at him because but, that's what cutting a promo is. He didn't go over and go, hey, man, let's talk about nachos so you don't aggressively hit on these but people. Even kind of, but I cut a promo on that woman. I did cut a promo on that woman. Yes, that is the correct usage. A cashier talking to somebody, having a pleasant conversation is not cutting a promo. I don't know. I just, was, I just like using it. <laughs> I know, but you're not using it right. I know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm living my life. <laughs> so... <laughs> So uh, we <laughs> we also uh, we did actually take a little stop at uh, Second and Charles today. Yeah, uh, you know our, our my my favorite store. Yep, I think Jen's favorite store too. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Bought myself another six button uh, Genesis control uh, turbo controller because I don't know if I liked the one I bought before. Yes, uh, and I did buy for Christmas because you asked me to I told you I literally walked up to you in the store and I said buy this for me for Christmas and I did and it's uh, the 75 years of Lois Lane uh huh which I didn't realize they had like full stories in there and they some do of those some things. of them yeah so I was like oh this is great because I would I would probably would have well, no, thought it, to got it for here, you before here's the thing this is what happened so I saw this because I have the 75 years of Catwoman yeah book and I saw the Lois Lane one I was like oh wow it's you know whatever it's on sale and I flipping through it to be like is this worth buying and i see they reprinted the one where lois lane turns black yeah yeah and i was like holy fuck they reprinted this yeah so i closed it and i walked up to sean and i said buy this for me and he goes i didn't think you'd want this and i go have you looked at page 116 and he opens it and he goes oh and he goes okay i'll buy this for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do i already know like that's all i, have to I already say. know she's gonna be into it so <laughs> please buy this piece of garbage for me (laughs) and then i was really excited because i got an archived edition of the brave and the bold archive number one for five bucks yeah i know these books are usually 50 bucks a pop i got it for five bucks it's hardcover and it's got john on the cover looking at green arrow kind of like their boyfriends oh yeah rick flairberry not because be the nearby, I might cut a promo. Well, as long as he's not aggressively hitting on random people at a bar, I That's think right. it's everything's fine. Okay, good. That's probably why Flair was cutting a promo on that guy because he was making everybody uncomfortable I by being a, a super promo. aggressive dick. So I am excited 
to uh, read this. That's a great deal. It's a really great deal. Of course, we have things written by my best friend, Bob Haney. Ooh, Bob Haney. It's Haney Haney. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and it covers... We got some Bettelman in there, too, don't we? Yeah. It starts with an issue in 1963, so I'm really excited. Yeah, and the thing about this one, I think, is that it's before it became more of a Batman book. Yeah, this is just Batman a team-up book. Team book. Yeah, but now it's kind of kind of much you know it's kind of a varied thing which is awesome yeah i'm excited for it I, just, I'm you can't pass up that kind of deal too no and i'm it's wondering hard. if there's going to be some stuff that'll pop up on the show oh there uh, will i'm sure there is so i'm really excited about that i thought well, that I was a really good deal i wouldn't mind doing a brave and the bull that doesn't feature batman yeah no none of these do i've seen flash and the atom in here yeah uh kid flash aqualad and robin Ooh. oh is it the first appearance of the titans is that one collected um, in there? Because that one, that was a Brave and a Bull. I don't know if this is the first appearance of the Titans. It's this one? No, it's not it. Yeah. And it's got, I don't know who the fuck that guy's supposed to be. Patriot hmm. Man. I have Patriot no, Man? I have no fucking clue. Like... Ooh, Tom Brady. Fuck Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> they lost. So yeah, I'm I'm looking, looking forward to, I mean, look at this. The town that would not die. There's Aqualad riding a whale. <laughs> Yeah, this this is totally up my alley. I'm, I'm so gonna excited. Ride this whale into this town and see what happens. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh man, I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. So okay. yeah, I'm really really excited for this. Good shopping, babe. And yes, the metal men are here. The metal men and the atom. Nice. Oh man, that looks really excited for this. So and five bucks. Look how great. Yeah, look at that. That's that's some nice. I can't believe this is only five. Let me see. Bucks. Let me see. Uh, it covers issue. Did you say what cover issues it covers? Uh, no, I didn't say what issues. Brave and Bulls number fifty and fifty through fifty six and fifty nine. Yeah, that's uh, seven, eight-ish, eight, eight quality issues of this. So I'm really excited about it. So, uh, well, there you go. That's some of our shopping adventures. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about our book for this week. You like cheap comic books, right? Well, I'm Professor Allen, and I talk about cheap comic books on the Quarterman Podcast. And every episode, I'll dissect a single comic from my collection, as long as I paid no more than 25 cents for the issue. Forget about $4 new comics that you can read in four minutes, or crossover events that can cost 100 bucks to collect. Join me in the quarter bin, where even bad comics are a bargain, and good ones are a steal. The Quarter Bin Podcast is part of the Relatively Geeky Podcast Network. Visit us at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com, or search Relatively Geeky or Quarterbin Podcast and iTunes. I guarantee it'll be worth every penny. All right, we're back here on Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Tales to Astonish, Volume 2, Number 5, from April 1980. So this is the second run of Tales to Astonish, which was just basically just a reprint Submariner books. Mm, yes. So, which the Submariner series that uh, ran... In the uh, 70s. Actually, we've done before uh-huh. on this show. Are you having fun? Yes. Jen, I think I assume you're, I assume you're looking at Snapchat. Yeah. This. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I actually, before we started, I did want to say one thing. Oh, go ahead. Nobody but me will care about this. But RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 4 is back. How is it? Well, it's the first episode uh, of season four, and I'm so happy because it's been so long since I've seen some of these drag queens, and I'm so very happy because, so the concept of All-Stars, for anybody who doesn't know, is, is people from previous RuPaul's Drag Race seasons coming back for a, right. another season. So I just want to say before uh, the, se- the season gets underway uh, that I have my top three picked out. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to call Latrice Royale the winner. Mm-hmm. of uh, All-Stars. Uh, Manila Luzon is the runner-up. And mm-hmm. then in third is going to be either Monet Exchange or Monique Hart. I will take either one of those two. I like Monet Exchange. That's a good Isn't name. Isn't that a great name? It's a great name. Yeah, it's a great name. I like uh, drag names. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> there's, there's a drag queen named Darian Lake, yes, and I know yes. you were very excited about that. <laughs> there's, a few, there's another one that I, I heard it. and I'll, I, Granted, you, I'll hear, hear them occasionally, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, oh, man, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like it's just something about drag drag names that some people are very good at naming themselves. Yes, there's one currently. Her name is Pheromone. Pheromone, I think Pheromone is really good. Is a good one. Yeah. Though I don't expect her to go very. She's on All Stars Four. I don't expect her to go very far. Yeah. She's very pretty, but uh, that's about it. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry, pheromone. So, but yeah, no, the uh, yeah, but so I'm very excited about that. Just wanted to put that out there. Just wanted to put my top three out there before the season gets underway. Good job. So it's right here on tape. So I have a cat on me. You do. Hi, Harley. I have young Harley on me. Uh, also, I did show John, uh, Jen uh, Rudy Tomjanovich. Yeah, that dude got his face broken. He ran into a punch. He was running. <laughs> I don't know why he was running over there. I mean, he was probably thought he was trying to help his teammate, and he didn't realize the other guy was going to punch him right in the face. Yeah, that guy fucked him up. That guy, I mean, he ran right into some, some dude's fist. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, he definitely, uh, he def- that definitely happened. So, uh, yeah, and that that's that that would have been if they had that guy would have fell, that would have been worse. It would have that guy would have just died. Yeah, he would have been dead. His suit would have filled up with blood. <laughs> when they would have like taken, it- oh man, you mean if he- they took the head off, it would have been like that scene in The Shining with the elevators open. Uh huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then and then, and then the, the announcer would be like. Eer! <laughs> Because <laughs> the announcer for some reason does that, like when they score, yeah, they just go, does. Just go I'm like, okay. I also like how that guy announces other team, the other team, when they like when Aquaman would make all those shots. So like, if the Nuggets win, it's like, and uh, what's that? Pay- Peyton Mason or something? Whatever. Mason. 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 Uh, plum tree or plumley sure. like mason plumley like yeah whatever and then the other team scores he's like adams basket like that's yeah. like <laughs> yeah no he's you know he's, well, he's, he's, he's got show i know he's team. doing his job it's funny though Can you imagine if the they would have the guy yeah the guy falls and all the bloods in this cosmic comes out and it's like quick put put up with serbian for blood <laughs> That's right, because, because you could learn Serbian. Because Jokic occasionally they'll be like, here's some Serbian, and then they'll be like, have the other players try to guess it. Yeah. Because you know, they put these little, like, vignettes up on the yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't know why. It's freaking silly. It's silly. Yes. And then we got to see a concert. Yeah, that was upsetting. Also, there were flames this time. Uh-huh. I don't think there were flames last time. No, they were bringing out flames. They brought out flames at the beginning of the game. Yeah, because they're, they're like, like, here comes the Nuggets. Here, and they're like, fire. And I'm like, ah! And, and, and we were, I was like, wow, I can feel that heat. Well, it's like when you go, go to see, like, Kane. When Kane used to have pyro. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. But when and you go watch wrestling matches and you go see Kane, and, like, you fucking feel that shit. Yeah. Tales to Astonish, starring the Submariner. On the cover we have, Come on, uh, which is basically the same cover of what this issue is reprinted. Yeah. Of Submariner number five. It has Tiger Shark. And it uh-huh. says, watch out for Tiger Shark. Watching out. Watch out. See, there he is. Tiger Shark. His outfit is... He's orange and gray. He's orange and gray. Like a purple gray? Kind of, yeah. A little bit of a purple I in there. I don't know. His outfit's pretty cool. I like it, but it's like the color's always uh, pretty unique. Mm-hmm. But uh, that is the, the Tiger Shark. Basically one of uh, Submariner's main villains. Mm-hmm. Main, and also one of Submariner's main non-Atlantean villains. Okay. You know, like one of the, you know, one of the guys that isn't like uh, somebody that's of his, of, right. the, of the race. Right. That's trying to usurp him or whatever. But yeah, here he is. He's swimming towards Tiger Shark and Tiger Shark's like, ah! And yeah, he's like standing there with his legs out. Standing over Dorma. Yeah, um, and she's like, oh no. Yeah, so watch and out for Tiger Shark. So watch out for him. And that's what the story is called. Start off with Submariner. Uh, coming just, out of the ocean. Coming out of the ocean because he just got uh, beat up, I think. Yeah, can we just say that his fingers look broken in this panel? Yeah. No, it looks like he's had some Like issues. his ring finger and his, his pinky finger looks like somebody just like pulled them the wrong way. Yeah. And he's like walking out and he's got his he- hand up to his head where you can see his broken fingers. And he's like, oh, you know, Dorma. What's her name? Dorma? Lady Dorma. Yeah. She's dead. Uh, I just got beat up. I'm, you know, life is awful. I, I just kind of washed up on this island. Cutting a promo on this island. <laughs> but apparently he's got Somebody gotta... help me. Really? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm asking people to help me. <laughs> Save me from Sean's weird wrestling termination. Or, terminology. Wait, terminology. Termination. I can't even. I can't, wrestling termination. I can't give you shit if I can't use the right words myself. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and he's like, uh, so he's got his villain. I think it's Dr. Destiny or something Destiny. Mm. I don't know. It's some dude with a helmet. Sure. Um. Harley. He's leaving. Bye, Harley. He's had enough of my wrestling termination. <laughs> so he's coming out and he's like, ah, this Dr. De- you know, Destiny has been fucking with me and things are crazy. And, you know, and then uh, 
we get Stan Lee being like, "Yeah, you know, smiling Stan." Because it's one of those things where it's like, "Oh, this happened last issue." Smiling Stan. I'm like, "Oh, thanks, Stan." Yeah, literally uh, signed Smiling Stan. I'm like, "Okay, that's weird." Excelsior. Anyways, uh, so uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. So and then Excelsior death. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> So <laughs> someone take this mic away from me. So he, uh, as soon as, so actually, I kind of like this because he's just wa- he did, we get nothing in between here. We just get him like walking on his island. It's like ah shit. And then there's like a robot on this island, and, and immediately it's, it's a robot, and it's just like blasting shit, and it just like starts fighting Submariner for like literally no reason. Well, it's a you know it's a ro- robot because you know he he, it's uh, a robot. he stumbled onto the island of uh, robots, Doctor Dorcas. So Robotia. Robot. <laughs> robot america <laughs> so he's uh he shows up and uh he rips the robot apart but he gets beaten yeah the robot the robot like he's like i'm gonna fuck up this robot and then the robot explodes but we get this picture of submariner just laying on the beach in a very sexy way Ooh. he does a lot of sexy laying around in this book because this is one of two times oh yeah yeah because he's like laying on his side but he's wearing these like skimpy briefs and he's just like all muscly and looking hot yeah and he's just like it's just like wow look at submariner yeah, and these guys are like you know some of these guys are on the uh these guys are on the beach you don't see who they are but they're they're like our robot net has landed a submariner it's like yeah he's laying her all sexy mm-hmm. so they're like we better take him on our cool ship well they were they were is expect- it a ship no it's like a laboratory because okay. it's on the island so okay. they're like That's there- what I, I was confused on if they were under like if he was on an actual ship or if he was in like a, a place well so what i'm trying to figure out here is because they're like they're like oh we got submariner and they're like hmm, not quite the fish we might have expected to catch in it and it's like, what? Wait, so the robot was going to catch, is supposed to catch fish, and he was like, I'll, I guess I'll just catch this human instead? Well, I don't know, because it doesn't make sense either, because the robot's just, like, zapping stuff on the beach. Yeah. And if they're looking for sharks, which I assume they are, based on the rest of this book, I don't know why you'd find Shark-linked. one on a beach. Some editor comes to, and... He's wearing this very stylish steel vest. Yeah, he's got a steel, like, some sort of steel vest that's been put on him. And it's like, ah, oh, shit, it's a vet laboratory and there's sharks. And then some girl shows up and she's like, yeah, everything's going to be cool. He's but like, you're a shut prisoner. up, female. And he's like, fuck you. Fuck this ham on this plate. Oh, he's, he's, he ruined, his, ruined a nice Thanksgiving dinner here. Yeah. Knocks that out of her hand. He's like, why am I wearing this vest? Now we see. Uh, we see the doctor. Dr. Dorcas. Now we've actually uh, had Dr. Dorcas, Lemuel Dark Dorcas, mm. on our show before. Oh, yeah? He uh, was in our super villain team up issue. Oh. Okay. Where he would go on to die. Oh, R.I.P. He died in that issue, and then, but he also came back as a starfish man. Starfish man? Uh huh. I, I actually looked him up, and uh, he came back as a gross ass starfish man. Gross. It's pretty, it's pretty gross, actually. I'm like, I'm like, it's like, ew, he's all secreting and stuff. Ew, no. Yeah. Yeah. I got to find that issue no where secreting. he comes back. It comes back in like a Thunderbolts comic. As like a secreting starfish man. Ew. So, but yeah, but here he is because he because he injects himself instead of dying, he injects himself with starfish shit, uh-huh. so like he can regenerate. So he lived. But anyways, spoiler alert: here he is in his first appearance, and he's like, "Hey, uh, yeah, I'm Doctor Dorcas." So I put that vest on you. I put that vest on you. And uh, like, don't take it off. And then like Submariner like tries to come for him, and he like zaps him. He's also that's, that's what the vest does. Yeah, he's it's a like a like a restriction vet, restriction vest. Yeah, it's or, like electrocuted and stuff. And and Doctor Dorcas is like, well, look, I'm I'm sitting here and I got like a cigarette and like one of those like long ass filters. Yeah, you know? stylish. And like you know, I want your power and shit because you know you're Submariner and you're like jacked and you know how to do water stuff. So I think uh, I have some experiments for you. So. And so he and I have Stephen Miller's hair uh, hairline from when he went on that terrible show. Stephen Miller. Yeah, he's like some Trump fuck, and he like he's younger than us, but he looks like seventy, and he's very bald. Which oh, is... did he have spray on hair? He is sure that... did. Nice. <laughs> but it's so obvious that it's spray on because we've seen him before. So was he sprayed a widow's peak on his head? He looks like he has he has that hairline. 
<laughs> it's quite the hairline, actually. It's one of those. It's like it's a, one of the, It's like a, the Sinestro hairline. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, that's what it is. He's got so. the. He's like he went to the, he went to the thing and he was like, "Give me a Sinestro." And I'm so. just like, dude, there's nothing wrong with being bald. Just be bald. It's cool. <laughs> nothing wrong. So don't give yourself a Sinestro hairline. So he's like, okay, well, this vest is a comic your- book villain, guys. <laughs> He's he's like, look, you ruined my best, so you're fucked. And then some man, or actually, I like he calls me. He goes, then beware, land crawling jackal, <laughs> for the hours shall come when I wear it no longer. He's like, okay, well, land crawling. It doesn't. He ask him like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm not telling you what I'm doing, and he just leaves. Yeah, pretty much. And so then we see like, well, then so then I don't uh, know. He's got like some sort of reactor. Well, no. Well, firstly, we see his. Uh, we get introduced to his uh, his char his buddy. Uh, Todd. 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 Todd comes in and Todd's like, he's like, hey, I heard some noises in here. And he's like, get the fuck out, Todd. We're, I'm working on shit. Yeah, fuck you. He's like, you got this reactor and like, we're going to like do some shit and then you're going to like get all changed and stuff. And he's like, sweet. Yeah. So, and then, so then now we cut to back to Atlanta, Atlantis or whatever. Yeah. And Lady, what's her name is not dead. Lady Dorma, Lady Dorma's alive. But she thinks that Submariner's dead. Yeah. She thinks he's dead. So she's sad. She's sad. And then, uh, yeah, basically she's like, I don't want to hear it. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm going to go like take one of these space, these, uh, I'm going to go for a drive. Atlantis basically. ships. I'm going to go fucking fart around I'm and gonna find I'm going to go them. for a drive. So. so we're back with, uh, Submariner and the lady and he's like, you're my enemy. And she's like, no, you don't understand. So my brother, Todd. So her name is Diane. Yeah. So my name's Diane. My brother is Todd. My brother was like a swimmer. Right. So this idea is like some sort of like gold medal winning. So this yeah, so this guy's basically like Mark Spitz or like Steven what's that fucking monster's name? Uh, <laughs> Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. <laughs> fucking monster <laughs> giant ass monster that eats fucking he does have the weirdest of arms like his arm span is insane right. compared to the rest of his body which is why he's such a good swimmer yeah, it's, it's he's like literally just like genetically predisposed to be a good swimmer yeah, it's cool. fucking weird yeah, it is weird yeah so yeah <laughs> hey some people just are so she's like yeah so like my brother taught you know the reason why i'm here is like you know, my brother my bro- Michael Phelps. My brother Michael Phelps is like the best. Yeah, he's like a he's like the best swimmer, and apparently he's so good at swimming. Like he's basically an Olympian. He's like Michael Phelps. He's like an Olympic athlete, whatever. Well, I'm trying to figure out here because so so th- this, we'll talk about this. Is this what you're going to talk about? Well, like, how does this work? What like swimming for money? No. How does he him losing his ability to swim work? Because it doesn't make any sense. Well, I could. I think I could make sense of that. No, I can't. <laughs> Todd Arliss uh-huh. is an Olympic swimming Olympic swimmer, mm-hmm. and he's the fucking best. And everybody, you know, and, and he's like, "I've done so great in swimming, I've become the most Michael Phelps I can be." Mm. And now the reporters are like, "Yo, when you turn a pro?" And I'm like, "Is there I'm, pro?" I, that's the thing. I'm like, "When you don't, don't you pretty much like? It, it's not like bowling, where like you go on <laughs> I mean, like the sp- bowling. Maybe it's a water polo type thing. I, no, he's just they're just like, oh, you're gonna be a swimmer, and he's like, yeah, fucking a man, I'm gonna make like over half a million in exhibitions. You know, 1970s money. Is there a swimming? I mean, because I know like figure skaters." Right. You can go pro and, like, tour on all those, like, little shorts yeah. and... Chrissy Yamaguchi. Yeah, like that. And, like, you know, like, Johnny Weir and shit before he, re- he retired. But, like, that sort of shit. Do they do that for swimming? Apparently, that's what we're supposed to believe here. I don't uh, know. I didn't realize that was a thing. Do you think it's like watching cars race? You just watch them swim around, like, in a circle? Well, it's an exhibition, so it's like, is he just, is it just him in a pool just, like, swimming around real fast and being everybody just being like, fuck yeah, here's... A half a million dollars or is it just like watching races mm-hmm. maybe oh, i always thought th- is he racing against like other people i always like thought other... like, swimming was one of those like the olympics was it that's what i'm that's the thing what else is there yeah like i mean other than just like high school and college and olympics competition right what else is there that's a really good question because aren't you when you are an olympic athlete aren't you technically pro like that's your fucking job yeah but i mean that the thing is is like you're not mm, i don't know i don't know i mean it's one of those things too where when you think about it like in your olympics if you're an amateur wrestler like that's the legit sport but then you become a pro wrestler 
Yeah. Pro wrestling is not. I feel like, like that's the only one where it's backward. <laughs> maybe pro swimming is like pro wrestling. Maybe. So you mean Finn McMahon? So you mean they're just throwing each other through dive diving boards? Oh man! Fuck <laughs> God, that man has a family. That diving board has a family. <laughs> <laughs> Cold stone. Stone. Cold stone. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, ice cream now. I'm trying to think of trying to think of wrestling swimmers. Swimmer wrestlers. Man, did they ever try to sponsor him? Because what a tie. Well, Finn Balor. There you go. Oh well, yes, his name is Finn. Also, uh, but did did Cold Stone ever try to sponsor Stone Cold Steve Austin? Cold Stone wasn't a thing when Stone Cold was a thing. It wasn't. Mike Tyson famously called Steve Cold Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin Cold Stone Steve Austin because he messed up his name at the you know when he was talking about. I it. would just really like to see like Steve Austin like pitching like ice cream with mixins and like singing. It's like goddamn these mixins. You wouldn't sing. He would just stutter those no, fucking people. No, but like people. when you give them a tip, they're supposed to sing about it. I would like to give them a tip, and Steve Austin comes in and gives them a stutter. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe that's the whole thing. If maybe that's why it didn't work, because if they sponsored Steve Austin, then it would <laughs> instead when you give them a tip, they give you a stunner, and so many people died. Oh wait, so the the the, the people if you give them a tip, they come off, they, they yes. jump over the counter <laughs> yes. and fucking stunner. Yes, actually, I'd probably try. <laughs> Probably be a lot of really bad stunners. Yes. Be like, be like, I, 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 it's they, a really bad because what move. would happen is they would get tired of giving people stunners. They would just be like, oh, okay, fine. Uh, you know. If it's good enough for the president, it's good enough for you. I would think you take a, you take a stunner like Trump did, you know, or like fucking like like, like Linda where, McMahon, where did. he just like gingerly kneels down. Yeah, just, just like okay, just let's just let's get this over with. You know, it's like people's coming in here throwing money. <laughs> Actually, though, that see now that'd be a great sketch on uh, Edge and Christian, cold stone cold creamery. And so you give those guys a tip, and they come in, and they give they to, the people have to give you stutters, but they get really tired of doing it because it's all people fucking come in every day, it's just fucking nerds like me, be like, nobody ever get any ice cream done. No stone cold creamery. No, that's another thing I need to tell them. <laughs> I got this great idea, Steve. <laughs> hangs up uh, he never speaks to you again he never speaks to me again just like I've had it with this, this fucking, is like no I've had it with this guy's cackamamie ideas yep nope he's not, the, he's not the brilliant man I thought he was no anyways so Todd Arliss okay so this is where I don't understand what's happening so he's on a boat yeah somebody gets knocked overboard Todd Arliss dives in to help this man yes but the waves are really rough yeah. And he gets tossed into the boat. Yeah. And he goes, no, not me. Like, yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, you're never going to swim again. But he's not paralyzed. He can still walk. So what the, f- why can't he swim? I think his, I think what we're supposed to believe is that his back injury is so severe. Because obviously we're not seeing as much of him suffering. You know, but he's had such a, his back he, injury is pretty bad. Sure. Because I'm saying, let me put it this way, like, there's a lot of wrestlers that have had crippling back injuries uh, that have come back to wrestle. Right. But, you but know. But they can't but, wrestle the way they used to. Or so, Yeah, they don't wrestle the way they used yes, to or whatever. Yes, but they can still wrestle. But, but, he but, but, should but he, still but, be able to, res- to swim. But even he's not he, obviously the best hold swimmer. On. If it, even if he can't swim at the same level, that I understand. Yeah. But they're not saying that. He's literally saying, I can never swim again. And I'm like, why? Well, I don't know. Like, you can't even fucking doggy paddle? You're up walking around. You're not paralyzed. What's going on here? Maybe people pay to see a doggy paddle. I mean, sure. Maybe if he would race actual dogs. The junkyard doggy paddle. (laughs) Oh, he races dogs in water races? Yeah, yeah. So his whole thing is he's hooked up with the scientist, Dr. Dorkman, or whatever his name is. (laughs) I like Dorkman better. Yeah, Dr. Dorkman, to restore his ability so dr dorkman is like yo you're gonna like have to pay me a lot of money but i'll help you like swim again and stuff and he's like look i'm gonna do this i don't care i'll give you my soul or whatever blah 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 mm-hmm. and so for some reason he decides to bring his sister with him like, yeah I don't... they go into like the woods until i'm assuming where steve wayne lived yeah <laughs> where bruce wayne was hanging out with that woman yeah in gotham like in yeah. that shack and uh and he brought her along, and then Doctor Dorkman's like, "Shut up, lady! Your brother, you're not going to interfere. Your brother will never swim again." And yeah, you know, now or you have, he, to, but she, now you have to live here for some reason. No, but like she kind of knows that this whole thing's like not on the level. But Doctor Dorkman is just like, if you fucking tell him, your brother will never 
swim again nor like walk again nor like breathe again basically because i'm gonna kill him so she has to keep her mouth shut but also like hang out because she can't like go alert authorities or something she tells all this to namor and he's like oh okay i know that you're not my enemy but what's his face is dr dorkman is i'm gonna rip off this vest which zaps him well it zaps him because the nearby uh dorcas is listening and he's like You know. But then we have another sexy Namor on the floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, is this the, is the other is, sexy Namor? Pose? Yeah, it's just like, look at him. Look at his thighs. Oh, yeah. Look at the, look at those calves. Yeah, look at that. Look at that calf. That's a, so, that's a handsome calf. So these two goons grab him, and they're like, all right. So Dorcas and, and Todd grab him, and they're like, okay. So instead of me giving you, like, shark powers, give me Namor powers. Yeah, so, so, Do- so I guess Dr. Dorcas has been doing some sort of, like, some sort of gimmick on uh, the Todd to like help give him, him help him with his back and he's help he's feeling stronger and stuff like that. But he's like, uh, you're going to basically give me like. But no, it, I Mariner. think this is what he's been doing. He's been like, we're trying to get a shark because we're going to give you like shark well, powers. Well, yeah, we're going to give you the powers of these fish so you can swim. But instead of doing the shark, we're going to do Namor. Right, yeah, he's expecting. The plan to get... is to do the shark, but now it's going to be Namor. Yeah, because Namor so is strong. So they're going to bring him into like the body switchy. Yeah, and so they give him to the, so they throw him, you know they throw Namor into this one thing, and then you know and so Todd comes out in kind of half of the tiger shark's outfit. Yeah, he's like, oh, I have to wear this for like the experiments. Sure, I must wear this brown and. You know, orange brown and gray it's not and even purple. orange you can see the skin it's just like weirdly striped and stuff and no 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 that's orange it's not orange no it's yeah, flesh. Wore... that is flesh color no it's not oh it's flesh color the dr dorcas is like okay well sit, oh, oh. sit in this thing i'm gonna pump you full of shark and he's like wait we have namor he's like nope shark yeah uh and he's like okay so he turns the machine on and this guy just starts screaming about how much it hurts yeah, because he's, like, he's too bad. Okay, because he's all like, "Yo, I'm psyched. Let's do this." And he turns it on. And he's like, "Ah, turn it off." Yeah, he's like, "Nope." This sucks ass. And Doctor Dorcas is like, "Fuck off, man." Yeah, you're gonna become like an amphibian boy, you know, whatever. And you know, and he's like, "I don't want to be an amphibian." And he's like, "Shut up. You're gonna be whatever I want you to be." Yeah, he's like, "You want to my... swim, don't you?" Yeah, and you're gonna become like the fucking king. And so I do love this panel where just his face. Yeah, this is actually a kind of a wild panel where it's like you get like a lot of this uh, because it's Sal Busema is doing the art. So you get a lot of like this energy crackle, but you see his uh, just his face face, like in the middle. And it's actually it's wild. It's a great panel. I I I like like it a lot. lot. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, you know, so next thing you know, Dr. Darkus is like, oh, is he dead? And he's like, no, I'm alive. Off the machine. And he's just like. He's like, oh my god, are you dead? He's like, no. No, I'm doing dope. And then, you know, they go check on Submariner, and he's like, he's, he's, in, so, he's, in, some, he's in suspended animation, so that's how it's going to be. And then the next panel, we see Tiger Shark as Tiger Shark. And the first, uh, you know, he puts on his little helmet. And his gloves. And his gloves. And he's like... It's me, I am Tiger Shark. And his little sister's like, where'd you get that mask? He's like, the doctor gave it to me. And then he starts, like, yelling, and he's got, like, sharpened teeth, and he has, like, weird gills on his cheeks. Yep. Which is a weird place for well, them. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I figured the gills would be on the back of his head, you know, like, behind his ear, like, yeah, around his neck. like, on his neck. They make sense on the neck. On the cheek? I think he's breathing through his cheek. That's kind of weird. Ugh. Yeah, that's, that's a weird place for him. Yeah, and so he's, he, but he just looks, you know, like, yeah, he just looks very, uh, very menacing. He's got, you know, I mean, he looks jacked and... I mean, this is what Michael Phelps is destined for. Oh, so, shit. Turn yeah. into Tiger Shark? Oh, yeah. Neat. I kind of hope he does. That'd be great. Maybe, kind of, kind of, maybe he, could be, but he could be on the side of good. Sure. He could, like, help us. He could swim real fast. Swim real, he could swim around the ocean and shit. It's <laughs> exactly what we need. Oh, man. I'd love to be Tiger Shark. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it does sound like fun. Swimming in the ocean and just having sharp teeth and shit. Yeah. Tiger Shark's like... What is this bullshit? I'm now I'm a, now I'm like a monster, and he's like, "Fuck off!" Now you're gonna be, you know. And Doctor Dorcas is like, "Well, whatever. You're now you're gonna be like my slave, and now you're gonna be like, you know, you're gonna do what I tell you, you know. Now you have some limitations because now, he, in addition to being you know shark like man, mm-hmm. he can't be out of water. He needs to have water, right? So yeah. So basically, as that's happening, is this where he jumps out the side of the building? No, that's next oh, page. Yeah, but so basically, uh, he starts. F- 
you know, Tiger Shark starts ripping apart everything, and he's, he's fighting. He's, you know, he's throwing stuff around, and then some Mariner makes his comeback, and he's like, he's "How like, out of suspended animation? To, don't ask." Yeah, he just wakes up. He's like, "I'm alive!" And then yeah. he comes back, and he starts like throwing, you know, trying to trying to beat up on uh, Tiger Shark. Tiger Shark just kicks his ass, just kicks yeah. him in the face, yeah. and he is just housing some Mariner, which good for him. Yeah. Fuck, so, some Mariner, some Mariner is kind of a sausage. Mm, I can see that. You know, so I kind of, I kind of like when he gets his ass kicked. I mean, not, I mean, obviously he's a hero, but I like yeah. when he gets beat up. So yeah, he's beating him up, and then he's like, "Ah, I need yeah, water." That's Tiger Shark is like, "I need water." So he literally just like breaks through the fucking wall. <laughs> he just jumps through the water. His, his sister's like bricks going everywhere. His sister's like, "You become a creature of the sea, under the sea." And he like, this is the funny part. So he like falls into the water, and he's just basically starts sinking. Yeah, and he just lands on uh lady, whatever her name is, Dorma her car and it's like if somebody threw a rock over an overpass he just hits this bitch's car does he have insurance yeah and she's lucky she doesn't die and then namor comes to and well no this is the funny thing so he hits the car uh-huh. he just happens to, he just happens to jump out of this building and land on her perfect her, on her water car yeah perfect timing. and she's like oh my god what was that and she's like, and she's like, it must have been something that hit me. And he's like, it wasn't it something. It was a tiger shark. And he starts like thrashing apart her car. Yeah. Right. And so no, some mariner comes alive, and he's like, fuck, fuck. All right, I gotta go. And I like, gotta go chase tiger shark. I gotta go take care of them. And you know, and she's like, oh, you gotta stop my brother. And he's like, look, um, I don't care. Your brother must be halted. You yeah, know, I'm not here to do this for you, lady. And I'm just doing it because I gotta do it. And yeah, then someone's sh- gotta do this shit. And so. Mere seconds later, he goes down there and he sees Tiger Shark, you know, dealing with uh, Dorma, and she's like, "Oh shit, Namor, you're alive!" Yeah, and then she and Tiger Shark's like, "Well, if this is one of your gals, I'm gonna like fight. I'm gonna fuck yeah. with her." Fuck you, Submariner. And then Submariner's like, "Imperious Rex." That's his joint. Okay. He yells, "Imperious Rex." Well, first, here. we have this great Twinkies ad. Oh, Twinkies ad, yeah. Did you see this one with has I like did, the yeah. human torch? Human torch flying over. He's like a villain threatens to burn city, and so apparently the entire city is on fire, like really on fire. Yeah, it's like a dude with a flamethrower. It's like the beginning of like Lethal Weapon Two or something, yeah. or whatever that one is with. And the... he's like, "I'll put out this fire by giving the flamethrower guy some Twinkies." Yeah. But the whole city has burned to the ground. It's like Chicago after the cow. The the city is on fire yeah it's gone it's chicago after mrs daly's cow knocked over the lantern yeah the torch shows up and he's like look here's some twinkies that haven't melted in my pocket yeah because this is just the plastic should just be stuck to the twinkies oh it shouldn't even be a thing it It should should just just... be like a mass of like charred charred uh, yeah it's it's done charred sugar yeah he throws it over to him and this guy's like "Mm, this is delicious and then somehow he gets the cops to stop these guys where he just actually he just ties him up with a rope and hangs him there while he's this guy's eating a Twinkie. Yeah. And then the police and the firemen are like, okay, thanks. Yeah, cool, thanks. So now we're back to uh, Tiger Shark and uh, Submariner. Submariner having a fight. It's actually a pretty good fight. Yeah, it's great. Is because Tiger Tiger Shark is just like I'm a I'm a monster. I'm just gonna fuck you up. Yeah. You know, and this is this is my you know not and you think you're a king. I'm just gonna fuck you up. And he starts, you know, and they start battling each other and they're just barreling into each other and uh you know but he's still but no some is kind of weak so he's getting you know he's getting uh a little bit housed yeah and uh actually getting a lot of house he gets totally housed so some manner throw like he throws a throws a rock at him or a tiger shark throws a rock at him and then he takes uh dorma's car and he throws that on him <laughs> dorma's like no yeah he's like fuck you some mariner now i'm the king and she's like, oh, God, I know, he, you know, and Dorma's like, I know he's alive. And he's like, whatever, lady, you're coming with me. And then, uh, yeah, and that's how it ends. That's it. That's how this shit ends. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Is that a cliffhanger? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I dig this, actually. Yeah, no, it's great. This is actually one of the few things. I, I got this at. Uh, um, Mile High. Mile High. Out of the dollar box. And what I like about this is, this is well, first of all. I don't read a ton of stuff for Submariner that I've read it and been like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. I, he's kind of one of those guys that's like hit or miss. Yeah. Sometimes. But this is really cool. Yeah. I and like it. Uh, Tiger Shark is quite the quite the foe. 
Yeah, no, it's great. I like it. So I'm definitely going to read the next issue of this. Yeah, me too. I like this a lot. And I like that it's a reprint, so that means you can kind of yeah find the rest of these and get them pretty cheap, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, they're granted from the 80s, so you got to still kind of search for them, but right. it's a pretty good deal, I think, for a Marvel book, you know, for a Marvel reprint, you know, you kind of you get some good gimmicks with that. So shout out to Tales to Astonish, uh, Submariner. Yeah. I like it. So no letters page. We don't get to, there's no letters to Astonish or anything. No like letters to Astonish. Ooh, Z. Ooh. <laughs> L. Oh, the letter Q. Ah, oh, the no, the letter two. Yes, the letter two. <laughs> so that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean, and I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show Worst Collection Ever at gmail.com. And of course, please rate, review, and subscribe on wherever you get this podcast. You can go to Apple Podcast, Stitcher, to uh, Spotify. Uh, what's the other one? SoundCloud. You can go there. Sure. Yeah, you can go just about any. We're we're, we're up there. We're up a bunch of places. So, but definitely, you know, if you can, rate and review, tell a friend, spread the word about the podcasts. We would really appreciate that. So, thanks again for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.